Coming up, we're at Universal Orlando Resort for a dining review on this week's episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. Hello, everyone. Welcome to this week's episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. I'm Craig. I'm Rhino. And we are back at Universal Studios Florida for another dining review. This time, we are revisiting the Monsters Cafe. If you remember, things did not go well when we went here last time. But you said it's been a while. Yeah. It's been like two and a half years, three years almost. It was 2019 when we first reviewed this restaurant it was because they switched over to a barbecue menu then and of course we were excited about it barbecue who doesn't love barbecue and then it did not go well and you know we've eaten little things here and there for like special events but not the actual menu here at monsters so i'm excited to give it a shot i i have higher hopes i've had a couple friends who have eaten here recently and said oh it was really good but, you know, barbecue is so subjective. Yeah. What they think is great, I might not necessarily agree with. But I, I don't even know what's currently on the menu. Yeah. So. I mean, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. So I, don't I guess know. we'll just decide when we get inside. Yep. So we'll go ahead and go inside, take a look at the menu, and make our selections. And, yeah, we'll let you know how it goes from there. have our food here at Monsters Cafe, and I think we made some excellent decisions. Uh, We are currently seated in the Frankenstein section, so if you hear an electrical buzzing happening in the background, uh, it's because, you know, electricity, Frankenstein, that's what's happening. And then that's on top of the movie trailers and clips that are playing on in here. Uh, it's, It's not necessarily a loud restaurant, but it is definitely unique. Like We like sitting in the Frankenstein section because there's a couple tables that are really well lit, but then like the Dracula section, it's completely dark and red. The mummy section is a little bright, but you know it's usually noisier and there's more traffic there because it's like right when you walk into the restaurant. Uh, same goes with the Creature from the Black Lagoon Rita section. And then there's this like sci-fi section that's it's pretty okay, but again, a little bit dark, so... That's how we ended up here. But the theming inside, we say it every single time we talk about Monsters Cafe, it is second to none. This is my favorite themed restaurant in any theme park. But then again, I am a Universal Monsters fan, so I'm very biased when it comes to that. But between all the memorabilia, the little models, statues, the feeling like you're in one of these movies, like you just, you can't match it. But It's not just about the theming, it's about the food itself too. And let's talk about what you can get here. Uh, As we said, it is a barbecue style menu. And in terms of the different meats that you can find here, they have beef brisket, rotisserie chicken, sausage, pulled pork. They do a vegan slow cooked jackfruit that Rhino had the last time we were here. And he 
I'm not going to spoil what he got, but he opted to not get the jackfruit again. Mm, not this so, time. Yeah, not, not this time. Uh, and, you know, beyond that, they have, uh, they have two salads. They have one with the jackfruit, one with the oven-baked chicken on there. Uh, lots of different combos, a sausage and chicken combo. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's a decent menu overall. And the pricing for it ranges anywhere from about $12.49 through $17.99. And I think there's something here for everyone, for sure. But what did I get, personally? I got the smoked brisket mac and cheese bowl because I heard a lot of good things about this. It is $16.99, and it's served as a monster combo, meaning that it comes with a dessert. And the choice of dessert is either an apple cobbler or pineapple, and pineapple in a cup. And so I went with the apple cobbler as my side. I, I hate that it comes directly in the combo because Rhino and I never get the combos here. We just, we don't want to bother with it. Like, I, can, I come from the savory food, not, necessar- not necessarily the sweets. Gosh, and my mouth is watering just looking at this food, and that's why I am stumbling all over my words, or it's just because I don't know how to speak properly. One or the other, I'm not quite sure, but... Yeah, I've heard great things about the brisket mac and cheese bowl. I know it uses the same mac and cheese that they use for, like, the Nashville hot chicken macaroni and cheese bowl at one of the food trucks, and a lot of people love it. And I remember not being super impressed with the brisket, but fortunately for me, this is chopped-up brisket here, not sliced. If you get the brisket normally, it's just sliced brisket, but this is chopped, so a little bit thicker. Stuff's falling from it but I think it might actually end up being a little bit better, a little moister, because it actually... <laughs> yeah, I know, it's, it's scary as I'm trying to get ready to eat this here, but I think it might end up being better because it's the thicker slice, but thicker piece, but here we go. The brisket has just a little bit of barbecue sauce drizzled over top, not nearly enough, but, you know... Not enough for me to talk about if the barbecue sauce is even good or not, but the brisket itself actually does have a decent amount of flavor. Uh, It's not super smoky. I would like it to be a little bit more smoky. It almost feels like, kind of has like a synthetic smoke flavor to it, like how they sell the little bottles of like liquid smoke. Yeah, for drinks. It kind of has it kind of has that taste to it. So it's not. It's not not appetizing, but it's definitely... There's feels like there's something just slightly off with it, but there is a decent bark to it. Uh, it's It's got that, you know, it falls apart in your mouth, but there's also a little crunch. So I, I'd say overall it's good. It's not great by any means. For a theme park, it's good. But let me try this mac and cheese too. It's a white cheddar mac and cheese, and, you know, it kind of has a very similar taste to Velveeta, which... A lot of people would probably love that. There's also a lot of people out there who would probably hate that, too. I think that it's not too bad. It's not my favorite mac and cheese, but I think it's going to pair really well with the meat. So let me get that bite together. I've already reached a verdict on how I feel about this, but I'm going to leave you hanging because Rhino's food is getting cold, so I want him to dig in first. I went with the Perilous Pear this time. I just couldn't put myself through the jackfruit scenario again. So the Perilous Pear um, can be served as a monster combo or just the basic one, which is what I got. But it's a pretty hearty portion of stuff. It's $17.99 and includes your choice of two sides and two meats. 
and your option of meats are beef brisket, rotisserie chicken, sausage, or pulled pork. I went with the pulled pork because I felt like it was a little more like, okay, we're talking about barbecue and... Um, but th- as she was putting it on my tray, I was kind of like, oh, the sausage looked like it might have been kielbasa. But I am i don't think it was because that would seem like a... I don't know. I, I'm, I just... I stuck with my choice. You made that mistake last time, I, too. I yeah, think I think I so. I think it just looked like it and it wasn't. And so I didn't want to set myself up for that expectation. But I went with... Um, I went with uh, the pulled pork and the rotisserie chicken, like I said, and then the two sides I got, I didn't take a picture of, so I can't remember the name of them. They had fun names, but what did you get? Uh, the, yeah, it was Brussels sprouts and cauliflower, and crispy cauliflower and Brussels sprouts. I'll double check the name before the end of the video so I can say it, because they did have really fun names, but um, I'm actually going to start with the vegetables first here. I'm going to go with the cauliflower, which is very shiny. I like a good crispy cauliflower, and um, I'm not going to lie, there is like a little burst of a... I mean, it might just be like a salt that, that that it's in, but it's good. I like that one. Happy with that one so far. Now I'm going into the cauliflower here, which looks like it should have had more seasoning than it does. It looks like there's like three dots of seasoning on it. I like cauliflower, so I'm not unhappy, but it, it, the seasoning on it is so slight, but I feel like it should be more of it because it's pretty good. Oh, choking on the cauliflower. Next, I'm gonna go for the pulled pork. Actually, the pulled pork's pretty good. Like, it, it, I was worried because I was like, oh, this is not gonna be enough barbecue sauce on it, so I asked for like a side of barbecue sauce, but um, it's actually pretty flavorful and not overpowering. I feel like sometimes when you have pulled pork that isn't the best pulled pork. They just drown it in the barbecue sauce, and I don't like that. Um, but this is actually, the pulled pork's pretty tender, and um, I mean, it's got like a great um, texture and consistency to it, so I'm pretty happy about that. Now let's get into the chicken. Who would ever want to eat a chicken? Tis firm. Looks like it might be a little bit dry. I'm just gonna take a little bite. Oh. Dry. A desert. So I got that side of barbecue sauce for it. It does help. The barbecue sauce does help the chicken, but the chicken is very dry. Um, it's not as good as like the chicken you would find in like the Harry Potter, the Wizarding World. Um, quick service areas there, but it's not unedible. It's not like the worst thing I've ever had And it's a pretty hearty. I'm not gonna lie. It's a pretty hearty piece of chicken So I feel like this is a decent amount of food So I want to eat it and then I'll tell you how I feel but I'm not unhappy right now I held you hanging on what I thought about the brisket mac and cheese and ultimately I thought it was a good dish. It was I, I, I would maybe lean a little bit more towards fine than good. Uh, the brisket itself, it was really just hit or miss on if the piece was good or not. Like the last piece I had had a great crispy bark on it, and it just it hit right. It was it was good tasting brisket. But then I had a couple pieces in there that were just like uh, not so good. Uh, I did have some of Rhino's pulled pork and put it on my mac and cheese and 
I thought that that was actually a better combination than the brisket. I think what they should do is they really need to do like a build your own mac and cheese bowl mm. and then you choose which one of the meats because I would, you know, the brisket is probably what I would go to first anyways, but ultimately if I was to come back, I would either want to do the pulled pork or the sausage on it and kind of go that direction. But you know, it was still, it was still, it was fine. Uh, I just, the pulled pork was definitely better than the brisket that I had. And my only complaint with the pulled pork is they kind of just let it braise in the barbecue sauce. And if it's a good pulled pork, you know, serve the pulled pork by itself and let you put the barbecue sauce on there. When, when it's already soaked in the barbecue sauce, sometimes I get worried that they're trying to hide something with it, but... It ended up actually being pretty decent, and I tried the vegetables too. The Brussels sprouts, I thought they were going to be undercooked, and they might have been just slightly, but they were delicious. I I would eat those again. I would come here and get two sides of Brussels sprouts, and I would just eat only vegetables. But all that aside, I still got to try my forced upon me dessert, the apple cobbler. And I'm sure it costs a certain amount of money if you get it by itself, but in this case, it was part of my combo, so that's why I have it. And it uh, it looks gooey, and, you know, it kind of looks like baby food, to be quite honest with you. But there's a lot of cinnamon on top, and, you know, it definitely... It looks like pie filling, kind of, in a way, with all these small little apple chunks. So I've got kind of high hopes for it. We'll see if it pays off this has all the flavors of apple cobbler except none of the texture like these little small apple chunks in there they are so small that if you told me there weren't apples in here i would actually believe you it really just tastes like filling and cinnamon and that's not a bad thing i mean it is it's sweet for sure but the flavor, this is like a fall flavor in a dish. It's actually, it's really, really good. I, I like it. I don't feel good about myself eating it. I think I would feel better about it if there was actually like big chunks of apple in here. But for what it is, I actually enjoy it. I, Rhino, I think you should try a bite of it too. So I, I don't, I know you were eating out of the other side here, but there is a part I just moved, and there's a big chunk of crust in here, right here. Oh, dang. So <laughs> I'm going to eat that part right, right up here. You know what? Out. You earned it. If See. I couldn't find it, that's my fault. So not so much the crust as it is like the... Um, crumble. The, yeah, the crumble, like the coffee cake sort of a thing. Yeah. Um, I 100% agree with you, where it's one of those where, like, I feel awful about myself, because this is definitely, like, a very... Um, uh, syrupy, like pie filling, um, that like really dense liquidy kind. And I like a good pie fill. I like a, oh, <laughs> I like a, um, uh, cobbler that's got a little bit of a crunch to it. But this does have that, like, it tastes like the best part of the coffee cake, but with the apple filling. And I'm like, honestly, you put some soft serve on top of this and I'm all set. I did go back and I checked the, um, sides and, um, they did have fun names, like the Brussels sprouts were actually called Brussels sprouts. Um, and then so the, fun. the cauliflower was called Creepy Spice Roasted Cauliflower. I think they're playing fast and loose with spice roasted, because the cauliflower ultimately had a little bit of a consistency like a pickled cauliflower, and there was a lot of it. There was a lot of cauliflower, there was a lot of Brussels sprouts. 
I completely agree with what Craig said about it, where, like, the Brussels sprouts, I would get these again in a heartbeat. I mean, they're drenched in, like, some sort of oil, but, like, the salt with the oil and everything, and the, oh, it, was, it was really, really good. By themselves, they range from $3.49 to $4.49. Um, I think I'd try something different for the cauliflower, but the other sides here include the French fang fries, the Franken mac and cheese, fudge, I could've got mac and cheese, too. Swamp coleslaw, Brussels. I already said Brussels sprouts, Brussels. and I just called them Brussels sprouts. <laughs> <laughs> um, Cory green salad? I don't understand why it's called that. And then coffin cornbread. Um, so, yeah, the Brussels sprouts for me, and. Did you just um, say bustle again? Yeah, no, that was on purpose. <laughs> But, uh, yeah, there was also another dessert that Craig, I'm, I think, might have missed, was the Crypt Cookie. So it was like a cookie with, like, marshmallow and graham crackers. I, I saw it, it, but it wasn't an option for mine. Oh, oh, okay. Because I was like, um, I think the cobbler would have been the choice for the dessert either way, but they could take that graham cracker and put it on top of the, the um, cobbler here, too. But I will say, my meal overall, I think, the chicken, yes, it was dry. It wasn't the worst chicken I've ever had, but I don't think I disliked it enough to be like, no, don't get it. Like, it could just been been my piece, you know? Um, I liked the... I, I did like the pulled pork enough. I, I was I was concerned it was going to be too, like, drenched in that... Um, in in the, the um, barbecue sauce, but it, I felt like it was pretty good. So, overall, I'm pretty happy. I would honestly just, like split this meal with somebody and then maybe just add a cobbler on as a dessert if you want to do something like that where you're worried about enough or just get another side in addition to this because I feel very full and um, and I know and Craig did eat some of it and like we ate half and half of the vegetables but yeah I think this could be a very filling dish for $17.99 and then you got an annual pass holder on top of that discount on top of that I do feel like it's a pretty good option. I think next time I might like throw the sausage in and try that. Um, but um, I, I pleasantly surprised. This still wouldn't be my first go-to place at Universal. You know, I, I'd still probably go to Leaky Cauldron or uh, or the Simpsons area and get some food. Or if you know there's a special event happening like Universal Mardi Gras, Halloween Horror Night, something like that, I'd probably see what specialty food items are out for that time but uh, this this was not bad I still just don't think I found the right combination like overall for what I got the smoked brisket mac and cheese bowl $16.99 came with the brisket mac and cheese bowl and the apple cobbler it actually is not a bad deal well, the more I think about it and as Rhino said with an annual pass holder discount made it even better but uh, yeah, I just, I don't think I found the right thing at this restaurant, and I am, the only thing I can really compare it to are other in theme park barbecue restaurants, so like Regal Eagle over at Epcot, or Flame Tree Barbecue at Animal Kingdom, and I can even throw on Polite Pig as well, too, I don't, at Disney Springs, I don't think that one's as fair, because it definitely is more expensive and a step up, but... If I look at, like, specifically this versus Regal Eagle, which one would I rather have? I would do Regal Eagle all the way, every day, over this place. If it was Flame Tree Barbecue at Walt Disney World or this, I think it's a little bit more even. Where you're not going to have a bad meal, but it's just, is it going to be, like, a great day or is it going to be, is it a fine day? But, yeah, I, I don't really have a lot to complain about and. 
the apple cobbler was definitely a high, and that's the one thing I didn't want. So, completely unexpected. But that's ultimately going to do it for this dining review and this episode of the Diz Unplugged Universal Edition. If you're watching this on YouTube, hit the thumbs up, subscribe to the channel, leave comments, questions, and video suggestions in the comment section below. If you're listening to this, please subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. If it's through Apple Podcasts or Spotify, leave a five-star rating and review if you're enjoying it. And if you want to support us even more, you can book a trip through Dreams Unlimited Travel. They are the experts at helping you plan the perfect vacation. So go over to dreamsunlimitedtravel.com, get a free no-obligation quote, work with one of the awesome agents, and remember, it costs you no extra money. But that's going to do it for this week's episode of the Dis Unplugged Universal Edition. I hope you enjoyed it, and we'll see you again next time with another episode of the Dis Unplugged Universal Edition. But remember, we still haven't changed the name. Shut up. <laughs>